You're watching K34QB. Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to TV8's Good Morning Vale for this Thursday, April 13th edition. This is a live shot of Lion's Head first thing this morning, and you can see that sun is slowly starting to make its way up. The snow conditions are still pretty good over in Vale, and we're going to talk about those here in just a moment. I'm your in-studio host today, Maddie Evans, and we've got a great show in store for you for the next two hours of Good Morning Vale. Now, we are expecting to slowly start seeing some of the mountain close down, and especially because we've been seeing those warmer temperatures which has not been super helpful with that snow pack so if you are getting out there just be prepared for that and we're going to talk about that in a little bit in our resort report we've got some great national holidays to celebrate today the first one being national scrabble day so if you're someone who loves the word game well then today's a great day to get out there and play it i know that my favorite thing to do is make up words so that i can get as many points as possible for the game i it's also International Plant Appreciation Day. So if you're a plant parent, well, give them just a little extra love today. And it's Consumer Awareness Week. So if you do not know about certain things that maybe are going into the products that you're buying, well then, this is a good time to learn a little bit more about them. We've got some great things taking place in and around our community for you to get out there and enjoy. The first one, of course, over at the Eagle Valley Library District is Storytime, and so you can make your way to the Eagle Library this morning at 10 a.m., and that way you can enjoy some great story time with your family at the Eagle Public Library. This is through ages zero through six, so this is just a great way to get those kiddos that are at home out of the house and maybe enjoy some great stories. Now, if you're looking for something to do where you can learn a little bit yourself, well then, Vail has its history walking tours today at 11 a.m. Now, this is a $10 cover to go and participate, but this is a really fun way to get out there and learn so much of our rich, rich history. You can see in this image right now, that is one of the 10th Mountain Division soldiers, and they'll take you through that and kind of give you all of the great information about what they did and how Riva Ridge was found. And so these are really great ways to just learn about our very rich history here. Now, if you are looking for something for the teens to do later, well, they can make their way over to the Eagle Valley Library District as well for the Teen Pictionary Night. Now, this is a great way to get the kiddos out of the house or the teens out of the house, excuse me. And this is taking place at the Eagle Public Library. This is going to kick off at 5 p.m. Go till 6 p.m. It's also a great way for kids to make other friends from different schools and just a great way to get out there. Now, we had Carrie Maywack in yesterday talking about some of the great things that are taking place at the Eagle Valley Library District, and they have just expanded their reach for Dungeons and Dragons. So tonight is the night where any novice of any level can really come in and participate in learning more about Dungeons and Dragons. So you can start this at 5 
5.30 p.m. It's going to go for quite some time, and this is taking place at the Avon Public Library. So if you're someone who's interested in learning more about Dungeons & Dragons, well, then this is your time to get over there and do so. Or maybe you want to go and help kind of teach people a little bit more about the game. Now, if you're looking for something else to do tonight, maybe to expand your horizons, maybe learn a little bit more about sustainability and some great ways to be involved here with our community and with our environment, well then, at the Bookworm tonight, Stories of Hope is taking place. And we just had Allie Teagan talking about some of these great things. Now, Katie works with the Walking Mountain Science Center, and she's bringing on a lot of great books that you can read, you can participate in, but then also just bringing all of this wonderful information on the sustainability aspect and how we can care for our planet just a little bit better. And so this is one of those events that you're not going to want to miss. We love Walking Mountain Science Center because it is a great nonprofit organization here in our community that really takes time to not only protect but also to leave a smaller carbon footprint in your if you're a local business well they can help you do so they can also help you do so at your house so make sure that you check out walkingmountainscience.org that way you can take advantage of all of their great programs now if you're looking for something else to do tonight maybe a little more relaxing maybe where you can just sit and listen well it is jazz night over at chasing rabbits and this is just a great way to get out and experience some great music. Now, this is the Tina Marks Trio, and so if you like jazz music, then we highly recommend that you go check this out. Doors open at 8 p.m., and that way you can, or doors open, excuse me, at 7 p.m. The show starts at 8 p.m. This way you can get in the doors, you can grab a cocktail, you can sit down, you can mingle with your friends a little bit, and then of course you can enjoy some great music. Now for the next two hours of Good Morning Vale, we've got some fun things taking place on the show. The Vale Christian High School has their musical coming up and they're going to be coming into the studio to give us some great information about that. We're also going to be bringing you some scoreboard updates. We do it every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. That way you know what's happening with some of our incredible high school level athletes. And then we've got All Points North Lodge coming in to chat with us about some of the wonderful treatments that you have access to up at the facility in Cordillera. We're going to take a look at that local weather forecast right now. And then of course we're going to bring you a look at that resort report in just a little bit. 46 degrees around 8 a.m. as I was driving in this morning those temperatures were up into the mid 30s so it is going to feel nice and warm out there throughout the course of today. Now we are expecting to see some heavy cloud coverage compared to the last couple of days where we've been seeing a lot of that beautiful sunshine. So 46 degrees around 8 a.m. a high of 57 like I said partly cloudy skies. Winds coming out of the west southwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour throughout the course of today. So that slight breeze making it feel just a little bit chillier out there than it actually is. Now as as we take a look at Vail by the hour, you can see those temperatures progressively warming up, that high taking place right after that 12 o'clock hour, settling in right between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hour, and then we are expecting to see that cloud coverage increase by the later afternoon into this evening. As we take a look at that I-70 corridor, cloud coverage sitting above the entire thing, but those warmer temperatures still taking place. 79 degrees in Denver, 57 degrees in Vail, 58 degrees in Avon, 62 degrees in Eagle. So both out to the east and to the west of us, those temperatures are just slightly warmer. Now as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, that little storm front that we're prepared for is going to be rolling in starting tonight. 36 degrees is our overnight low. 50% chance of snowfall and that's going to be at that higher elevation. Now we are expecting to see those mostly cloudy skies. That sun setting at 7.40 p.m. Winds continuing to 
blow throughout the course of tonight. Coming out of the west-southwest at 5 to 15 miles an hour, so that slight breeze definitely continuing. Now, as we take a look ahead into the next five days, tomorrow, 80% chance of snowfall is likely high of 44 degrees. Temperatures cooling down again on Saturday, 39 degrees. Morning snow is likely with a 40% chance of precipitation. 52 degrees and beautiful sunshine on Sunday. 58 degrees by Monday, and then we will start to see those overnight lows drop quite a bit so that freeze-thaw cycle is going to continue but then by Tuesday temperatures reaching back up into the 50s yet again mostly sunny skies out there on Tuesday so if you are getting out just be prepared for all of this weather that we are expecting to come our way whether it's the low pressure system that we're going to see throughout the course of the next couple of days or that high pressure system making its way out by Sunday now let's take a look and see what's happening up on our resorts this resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Let's take a look at what's happening up on our resorts right now. If you're making your way out to Beaver Creek, there's a ton that you can still enjoy. Now they are starting to slowly close down their lifts as we've been seeing those warmer temperatures and it is starting to melt the snow a lot. No new snow in the last 24 to 48 hours. That season total is at 322 inches on Beaver Creek Mountain with a 67-inch base depth. Now you can kick off your morning at 8.30 a.m. You can continue to snowboard or ski until 4 p.m. Now as we take a look to see what terrain is open on on Beaver Creek Mountain. Nine lifts are open, 64 trails are open, 38% of the train is currently open. Now don't forget up on Beaver Creek Mountain every day at 3 p.m. they give away delicious warm gooey chocolate chip cookies and you're not going to want to miss out on those because you can have a delicious chocolate chip cookie for the chairlift ride because you can continue to ride until 4 p.m. Now as we make our way over to Vail, no new snow in the last 24 to 48 hours. That season total is at 337 inches with a 70 inch base depth. Now you can kick off your morning on Vail Mountain at 8.30 a.m. You can continue to ski or ride until 4 p.m. As we take a look to see what terrain is open up on Vail Mountain, 22 lifts are open, 195 trails are open, and 70% of the terrain is currently open up on Vail. As we're seeing these warmer temperatures, they are starting to see quite a bit of snow melt at that lower elevation, so at the base of the mountains, which is kind of making it difficult. So if you want to be in the know while you're up there skiing or riding, we highly recommend recommend you download that Epic Mix app. That way you can see exactly what terrain is still open for you to enjoy on both Vale and Beaver Creek Mountain. Now we want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for bringing you this resort report this morning. If you're looking for a great place to go shopping to get out there and maybe get your skis or your board waxed since we're starting to see these warmer temperatures, they're your one-stop shop and they're located right here in the heart of Avon. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more Good Morning Vale, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now we've got the Vale Christian High School joining me on the couch to talk about their upcoming musical performance. And thank you guys so much for being here bright and early this morning. Yes. Uh, do you guys all have to go to school after this? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, that's not as fun. But let's do where we're going to start here. You're going to introduce yourself. You're going to introduce your role in the play and what grade you are currently in. Okay. So I'm Carlos Chavez. I'm a senior and I play Amos. Oh, my name is Jillian Lee. I'm a senior, and I play young Sandra, which is the young version of her. Yeah. I'm Connor, and I'm also a senior, and I play Will. Um, I'm Peyton. I'm also a senior, and I play kind of everything. I'm a different role in every scene. I'm where she needs me. 
I'm Daisy, and I play the witch, and I'm a senior. I'm Sam Schaub, and I'm a senior, and as Jillian said, I'm playing older Sandra. I'm Travis Olzinga, I'm a senior, and I'm playing uh, old Edward. My other, my other half can't be here, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, so people who don't know what play you guys are doing, what performance are you guys putting on? Big Fish. And what is Big Fish about? It's honestly, it's kind of like the relationship between um, the son and father. So I'm the son and he's the father. And there's like a lot of tension at the beginning, but it resolves itself because he's, he's dying. And so I want to mend the relationship. So, yeah. One of those kind of hard hitting stories that it's really going to make you think. And especially as you guys are, a lot of you are seniors. And so, uh, you're getting out of that like high school phase where you are going to spend some time away from your parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so how long have you guys been rehearsing for? Uh, since January. Yep. And how many hours in total do you oh, think geez. you've put in? Oh, wow. Too many to count. It's <laughs> like five a week. Yeah. And then plus Four the big rehearsals, which are like eight hours, yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. It's <laughs> fun though. We like it. It's like yeah. a full-time job. Plus, yeah. plus like Sunday afternoons and everything too. Yeah. So. Wow. And since it's a musical, a lot of time spent singing. Yes. Oh, yes. Singing, dancing, acting. <laughs> the whole shebang. What has been the most challenging part is you guys have been kind of getting into your characters and maybe starting to learn all the choreography, the songs. Our stage is really small, so that's definitely um, a burden sometimes just because it's like 20 feet and we have like 50 <laughs> students. So that can be hard, but we make it work and it's actually super cool what we do with it. We add an extra stage at the end and we have like trees on the set and it works out but I would say that's definitely a challenge. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. All right so then what's been the best part of practicing? I think the community. Yeah. Oh, yes. We've definitely all gotten so close through the whole process and everything. I mean I feel like Vail Christian High School is a pretty small yeah. high school anyway mm -hmm. so you guys have all known each other for a very long yeah. time yeah. and you guys are all kind of close but have you you would say that this has brought you closer together yeah, absolutely and a third of our school does theater too so it's definitely <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot, lot of us it's really we have a lot of kids doing it yes. just on stage plus stage crew and everybody yeah exactly most of the school is involved which is so cool because it's so cool to see this little school like come together and put on these fantastic productions and so when can people come see big fish on April 20th, 21st, and 22nd, um, on that Saturday, the 22nd, we have two shows, a matinee and then an evening show. Um, Jillian, do you have the times up in your head? Um, I want to say The seven. evening shows are at 7. Yes. I'm not sure what time the matinee is at. I want to say two. two. Which is so cool that everyone could come, they can support you guys, and yes. they can enjoy all of these wonderful performances. Now, if you guys each had to pick three words to describe the show, what would you say? Larger oh. than life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> uh, yes. Unique, fun, um, and just... Optimistic. Yeah, optimistic. Yeah, it's definitely about seeing life bigger than it is and sitting in those challenges and accepting them for what they are. It'll definitely change your perspective on how you, on how you view your life and take living every day to the fullest. I mean, I feel like it's almost like therapy because it's a good way to maybe shift where you're thinking and how you're thinking, which I think right now is so important for our community because we've had such an insane ski season. There's been a little bit of burnout happening <laughs> here and there. And so this is a good way for people to maybe relax, enjoy the show, and also change their perspective. Yeah, I hope they take the 
optimism aspect away, especially because there's a lot of magic in it, yeah. too. So it's fun and it's deep at the same time, which is a fun balance. And so as the witch, how are you feeling going into it? Really excited because it's like we have a lot of like big numbers where they're just like really fun to watch. And it's like we have everyone involved in them and there's just so much color and it's just like that's really exciting. Like with um, Carlos's like person too, he's like a circus man and then we have like a ton of different costumes. It's honestly really fun. I think we should talk about these costumes because you guys all look fantastic first thing this morning and it's really impressive because a lot of kids your age like aren't even out of bed yet. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk. Who did the costumes? Did you guys have a lot of parents yes. help jump in? Definitely. Yeah. We have a um, huge costume inventory for this show because yeah. every scene is a different costume. Yeah. There's wow. a lot of quick changes. Yes. 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 Is that challenging? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and since a lot of you guys are seniors, are any of you going to do this after high school? Yes, I'm going to major, um, double major in psychology and theater next year. So, yeah. Wow, that's going to be incredible. Yeah. Anyone else taking it with them? <laughs> Get settled in and see what happens. Yeah, yeah there mean, you go. Recreationally, I'm sure I'll be involved in this kind of thing, but not. I'm not going to major in it or anything. But. Right, just participate here and there to give yourself that like little support group almost because you do spend so much time with these people and so much time bringing these incredible productions to life that it's hard not to just be like, these are all of my family members now and I am taking them with me everywhere I go. Uh, so what are you guys most excited for, just being on the stage? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just excited to tell the story. I think it's going to be very impactful, so I'm excited for that. I'm excited because you guys all seem very well-spoken, so I can only imagine that the performance that you've been working on for countless hours is going to come together. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be funny. It's going to be charismatic. It's going to be optimistic. And it's going to give people that new perspective that maybe everyone could just benefit from right now. Exactly. Now, if there are any younger kids at home watching that are like, I want to get involved in theater and they're too shy, if you had to give them one piece of advice, what would you say? I feel like all of us have a tiny bit of shyness every once in a while. Maybe not Carlos, but <laughs> everybody else. And so I think, I mean, this is how I express myself, and I think it's how we all express ourselves. And since everyone is involved in some way, I think especially at Vail Christian, if I could do theater anywhere, I would do it here. Just because we want people to. It's not looked down upon. It's not hard to get involved. It's we want everyone to be involved, and everyone wants to be involved. So I think it's a really easy outlet to kind of break out of that shyness a little bit. And if I can add, I think another thing is you have to remember that you aren't you when you're on stage, so it's all, it almost takes the pressure off because you aren't worried about what people are going to think of you. You're playing someone completely different, so you don't have to worry about, like, oh, I'm shy, you may be shy, but the, the character you're playing isn't. So you kind of get to step into a different role, different personality. No, I've never thought of that before, and I really like that perspective as well, only because it uh, turns out theater is not my thing. <laughs> so, you know. But, I mean, what a cool opportunity and what a cool experience. Now, since so many of you guys are seniors, have you been doing this for a long time throughout your entire high school career? Yes. This is my first year doing it, so, yeah. And how do you feel about it? I'm a little nervous, but I've, um, through rehearsals and stuff, I'm, like, really excited because I love theater. It's cool to like, it is honestly like an interaction with the audience too, because you're all in this one room and it's happening like in the moment. So you're not just like watching it on a screen or something. Um, so like with a live performance, there's like a little bit of nervous, um, 
feelings, but <laughs> it's, it's excitement too and, and it's fun. And have you ever been on a stage like this before? I play music, so yes, I have. Oh, okay. But <laughs> so you're, it's different. It's still, it's still a little different. I mean, 100% different, but I think that you're going to do absolutely wonderful. Well, I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Now, one more time, if people would like to come see the show, when are the dates, what are the times, and where can people buy tickets? It's April 20th, 21st, and 22nd, so next weekend. And I think you can buy tickets on the Vale Christian website. But I'm sure that link will be spread very soon. So definitely check the social media. Which is so perfect. And this is a great way for maybe couples to get out and do like a fantastic date night and change their perspective a little bit. It is a very romantic story. <laughs> See? So... You need to get out there. You need to buy your tickets. I want to thank you guys all so much for joining me on the couch this morning, being here bright and early, and uh, giving me all this great information. Make sure that you go online, you buy your tickets, and you participate in the wonderful performance that's coming up. There's going to be four shows in total, and you're not going to want to miss it because it's going to be a ton of fun. And also, it's wonderful to support our local talent, so make sure that you get out there and do so. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to introduce you to the scoreboard, so stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. We're celebrating all things high school first thing this morning. So not only did we have the incredible musical talent in here from the Vale Christian High School first thing this morning, but now we're going to introduce you to the scoreboard where we get to take a look at some of our incredible local athletes that perform in all of our wonderful local high schools. And so let's take a look at the scoreboard. Welcome to this scoreboard. I'm Ben Roof, here to tell you about our Valley's fantastic local sports. We've had some fantastically warm weather to start this week off that our athletes have certainly been enjoying. On Tuesday, the Eagle Valley girls soccer team faced off against Palisade in a bit of a rough match, which they lost 0-4. We spoke to one of the seniors on the team about some of the challenges they faced in their game and what they're going to do to set up for success against Battle Mountain later this week. We are here on the scoreboard with Gabby, one of the senior midfielders of the Eagle Valley varsity soccer team. You guys just finished your game against Palisade. Things didn't quite go how you would hope, but how do you think you guys played? Um, I think there are definitely things that we capitalized on in the second half, but there are things that we need to work on a lot better if we want to battle up against Battle Mountain soon. So. Is there anything that you guys think that you kind of did between the first and the second halves during the halftime that kind of helped you change gears and put a much better half on the second? Yeah, I would just say our mindset is one of the biggest things that we changed. You know, we have all had a long season and we still have about five more games. So just like working harder to get to the ball, having more grit and just showing up more. Was there anything that you guys were doing in the game or in the practices prior to the game that you think were setting you up for a good game that you maybe didn't quite fall through on or just doesn't happen sometimes? Yeah, you know, well, it does happen sometimes, but we have been focusing on our practices a lot more. We have been showing up, becoming ready. Lately, we've just been focusing on our passes and just showing up more and having more grit. Yeah, again. So coming up against Battle Mountain here soon, what's, what's next? How, you get, how do you think you're going to try and put this behind you, move forward to beat big rival Battle Mountain? Well, I think we're going to have a big talk about what we need to capitalize on to face off against Battle Mountain, but I do think 
we tend to show out against harder teams. So showing of last year when we beat VMS and we beat Battle Mountain, we just need to come a lot better ready. Also on Tuesday, the Vail Mountain School faced off against Steamboat in Boys Lacrosse. It was a very close fought game with Vail Mountain School managing to squeeze out the victory late in the fourth quarter, 10 to nine. We spoke to several of the players about how the game went and how their season is shaping up so far. Very exciting game today, boys. Uh, an extremely close game. What was going through your heads when they tied up the game in the fourth quarter? Uh, it, was, it was definitely a tough game, very physical. When they tied it up, we, we knew you know, we're all very tired, long game, and we just had to fight in that last couple minutes in order to secure the win. Um, going off uh, what uh, Charlie said, I think it was just, you know, they wanted it, but we wanted it more, and uh, I think that, you know, it really showed in the end. Uh, yeah, you know, I, we all knew we had to play our hardest, and uh, I feel like everyone did. Yeah. Persi uh, persistence and determination was extremely important in winning this game. Is that something that the coach tries to drill into you guys throughout the entire season? Absolutely. Even in practice, we're told to hustle at, at all points. When we're tired after a quarter at a timeout, we're hustling into the huddle. We're, we're always being energetic and athletic out there. Yeah, I would say Coach Michael doesn't mess around with that stuff. Like, obviously, he wants us to be high tempo and keep the energy up all game. So, um, yeah, I think persistence is key. Yeah, I, you know, I'd agree with what these guys both said, and I would also like to give some props to our two defensive coaches, Coach Tim and Coach Geller, because they, they keep us up too, you know. Why do you guys think you got you guys went ahead so much early, but then were uh, caught up against in the fourth quarter? Uh, why'd you slow down? Uh, throughout the season, we've kind of been a team that fights very hard in the fourth quarter. Um, I think just coming off some rough games in the last couple games, we were all pretty tired, so we fought really hard in the the first half and then got a little burnt out towards the end of the first half in the third quarter but then fourth quarter we were obviously able to battle back and secure the win um going off of what charlie said i think that uh you know we're a strong team overall but you know like every team we've got some flaws and and i think that you know consistency is something we got to work on but i feel like we did a pretty good job today of making sure that we didn't go down by a lot so yeah, you know, we, we capitalized on our mistakes when we made them and stayed ahead in momentum. That's all the time we have for today's update. Don't forget to catch us here next time on The Scoreboard. Let's take a look at that local weather forecast for today. We are expecting to see those temperatures progressively warm up. 46 degrees around 8 a.m. 57 degrees is the high throughout the course of today. Partly cloudy skies. Winds coming out of the west-southwest, so a slight breeze at 10 to 20 miles an hour, which is going to make that 57 degrees feel just slightly cooler than it actually is. Now, as we take a look at Vail by the Hour, you can see partly cloudy skies first thing this morning throughout the early afternoon, and then we will see that cloud coverage roll in quite a bit 
bit heavier as we approach the later afternoon into this evening. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver are definitely warmer than up here in the high country. 79 degrees, a little bit of cloud coverage down there as well. 57 in Vail, 58 in Avon, 62 in Eagle. So temperatures both out to the east and to the west of us just slightly warmer. Now, as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, 36 degrees is our overnight low. 50% chance of snowfall, mostly cloudy skies. That sun setting just a little bit later, 7.40 p.m. is when we're going to see that sun go down. Winds continuing out of the west-southwest at 5 to 15 miles an hour overnight tonight. Now, as we take a look ahead into the next five days, an 80% chance of snowfall is likely tomorrow. But because we are going to see those warmer temperatures, we're going to say it's a nice wintry mix. We will see that snow at that higher elevation. Now, we might see some rain at the lower elevations. That's going to continue into Saturday with a 40% chance of precipitation. 39 degrees is the high. Now, this is when we're in that freeze-thaw cycle pretty aggressively. So if you are getting out there on those roads, just give yourself that extra travel time and be nice and safe. By Sunday, beautiful sunshine coming out, 52 degrees. Like I said, that sun is appearing yet again. And then by Monday, partly cloudy skies, 58 is the high. Continuing into Tuesday, mostly sunny skies, 57 degrees is the high. So we are expecting to see a little storm front roll in and then that's going to roll back out and we'll see another high pressure system come our way. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for bringing you this weather report this morning. Like I said earlier, if you're looking for a great place to go shopping, they've got you covered with everything that you could need for your outdoor or indoor sports needs. Now we're going to take it over and take a look at what goggle lens is best for a day like today. Lens of the Day is brought to you by Eyepieces of Vail and Goggle Bar, serving the Vail Valley for over 30 years. If you're someone who has some light sensitivity in your eyes, well, then you're going to want to kick off your morning first thing this morning if you're skiing or riding with a darker goggle lens. And the reason for that is because we see those UV rays bounce off and reflect from that snow, come back towards your eyes, and sometimes it can lead to some eye exhaustion. So you're going to want that darker goggle lens, and especially if you're getting out there, like I said, early today. Then as you continue throughout the day, as we'll start to see that cloud coverage roll in, you'll want to release your goggle lens and maybe change it to that lighter lens. So all you have to do for this Smith 4D Mag S is release the little levers here on the corners, place your goggle lens in, snap it in place, and then you'll lock that goggle lens in with those levers as well, making it so that your goggle lens is secure for you all day long, but it is a quick and easy change lens system. Now all of the Smith goggles come with the Chroma Pop technology, meaning that it's going to enhance the colors that you see out there so when you're skiing or riding, you can see no matter what the light conditions are, which makes it nice and convenient for you to stay safe out there and keep everyone around you safe because you need to see so you can ski or ride. Now, if you want to get your hands on a pair of these incredible goggles brought to you by Smith and Eyepieces of Vail, well, then they've got six convenient locations throughout our wonderful community. They've got one at the top of Bridge Street, one in the Sun and Alp Hotel, one in the Solaris Plaza, one over in Lion's Head, one in Beaver Creek, one in Edwards, and then over in, um, excuse me, Snowmass, they've got one new location, and they're bringing a new one to life in Basalt. So, so many wonderful places for you to go shopping. Now, we had the chance to catch up with them a couple weeks ago, and they've got some great deals on some of their incredible products right now, and they've got everything you need when it comes to your optical and your vision needs. So make sure that you go check them out. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to introduce you to All Points North Lodge, so stay tuned. Good morning, Vail. 
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. A great resource that we have here in our community is All Points North Lodge. And a great way to get your hands on it is to introduce you to the wonderful team. And so we've got Katie Kostelik, who's joining us on the couch. Good morning, Katie. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here bright and early this morning. It's nice to have you guys come in because you guys do so many incredible things and so many different treatments that really help people. Thank you. We, we do get the awesome opportunity to be able to help a lot of clients and be able to do good work every day. Um, it's an honor and a privilege every day to get up and be able to help people in the community. Um, it's a beautiful place to be. It is a beautiful place. You guys have one of the most incredible facilities, I would say, in Eagle County. I mean, it is beautiful. You get to recover and learn and grow and heal in this beautiful environment up at the top of the mountains. Um, the views are amazing. The facility is unreal. Um, it's really fantastic. It is really fantastic. And so for people who don't know about All Points North Lodge, can you just tell us what you guys do? Sure. We are a residential treatment facility um, that also provides multiple levels of care. So we have PHP, so partial hospitalization. We have in, um, intensive outpatients programming. We have a variety of different tracks. So we have a professionals program, a veterans and first responders program. We work with mental health and addictions of all kinds. Um, we have an amazing team from all over the country, really. Um, medical providers, um, clinicians, um, case managers. It's a beautiful team, and we have good intentions, and we have everybody there that's really interested in just making a difference. And now, what's your role specifically up at All Points North Lodge? So I'm clinical manager of mental health. I run a full caseload of about eight ladies. Um, I run groups, um, individual therapy sessions. I also manage the, some of the graduate intern students that we have and some clinicians up at the lodge as well. Which is so cool because you guys, literally we were just talking about the technology and the different treatments and all of the things that you guys do up there. And there are things that people might not even know is a course of treatment that they can do to help them with their mental health. Yeah, we, I was, um, as we were talking about, I have been in this field for a long time and I have not had access to a lot of facilities that have the ability for clients to partake in these um, treatments. We have HBOT, TMS, ketamine treatments. We have specific treatments for trauma. We have a whole track for trauma, um, which is amazing. Which those are things that people don't realize and as we have started to break the stigma on getting help, talking about your mental health, it's really cool to see how many different ways trauma can affect you. Like little things that happened when you were a kid will stick with you until you're an adult and now that we are breaking that stigma, we are talking about them and we are giving people the opportunity to heal from them, I think it is fascinating to see how the brain works. I mean it's amazing how an experience, a trauma experience, can really affect your body for, for a really long time until you really get to the place that you heal that and talk about it and make changes. Um, but it's beautiful when people come to the lodge and they sit in my chair for the first time and they've been through some of the most horrific events and then to see on the other side of it that they can leave with hope and know that it's not always gonna be amazing and there's always gonna be bumps in the road but that it can be beautiful and they can have a beautiful life. I think what you guys do is so important to our community. Thank it's you. so important to people. And what a rewarding career you have chosen to be able to give people the platform to heal their brains. 
I mean, I think it's an honor and a privilege every day that I get to come to work and make a difference for like clients and families. And I get to really be a part of their journey and they're getting better. And when that moment where the lights, the little sparkle in their eyes come back, it's my favorite moment of all times. I love getting to hear that. It like just gives me goosebumps throughout my whole body. It's amazing. Because I think it's so important, and it's something that our community specifically struggles with is mental health. There's been such a large stigma around it for such a long time, mm-hmm. and we just started getting access to helping people. So we have things like Olivia's Fund, and we have things like the Speak Out Reach or Reach Up Speak Out, excuse yes. me, and the Hope Center, and all of these great resources Mm -hmm. that weren't accessible for quite some time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's amazing in the time that I've been in the field, the ability to access the necessary treatments has been, it's been blowing up really. And people do really have the opportunity to be able to access all kinds of resources. And you don't have to go inpatient there. Like you said, there's multiple resources throughout the community. Um, But if you need the extra support, there's, there's options for that too. Which is something where All Points North Lodge really comes in handy. So if you're someone who is really struggling to push through, you need that breakaway, you need to take some time and really give yourself the time and the space to heal from Mm -hmm. any level of trauma. You guys are the place to be. Absolutely. I mean, we have a whole team of professionals up there that want to make a difference. And we have spent our whole careers perfecting our craft. Um, and really learning how to do it to the best of our ability. And we get up every day and love to come to work, which is amazing. Um, And the ability to help clients um, see their way to the other side and be able to be a productive member of society and their family is super important and really cool, kind of magical. It is kind of magical, and I feel like it's just like such a magical place to be, too. The views from where the facility is, the facility itself is also breathtaking. Now, you had mentioned HBOT. Let's talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about what that is for people who don't know and its health benefits. Um, So we have a whole program up at the Lodge APN Plus um, that really has a variety of different um, technologies. HBOT is a hyperbaric oxygen treatment. Um, It is this really cool technology. Um, The science behind it is incredible. There's tons of research about how it is super effective for all kinds of mental health, um, good for traumatic brain injuries. We use it a lot at at the lodge. Lots of clients from all walks of life really value it and feel like it's an it's a technology that they struggle to find everywhere else. Which I think is so cool that who knew just pure oxygen and just surrounding yourself in pure oxygen could heal your body from the inside out. It's amazing, right? It is amazing. Technology is so amazing now. And then you mentioned some other great treatments Mm -hmm. that maybe some people don't know about. Like I do not know about the other one um, that you mentioned. It's three letters. Uh, DTMS? TMS. Yeah. Yes. So we have TMS is super helpful for anxiety. Um, we tend to do a lot of the treatment plans are about 30 to 35 treatments. Um, clients can use those five days a week, about 30 minutes a session. Um, clients actually really find that it's really super helpful. Um, it's super great for medication resistant kind of depression. Um, and the ability to be able to make changes quickly when you pair it with um, psychotherapy, talk therapy, um, the results can be incredible, really. 
I think it's so fascinating to see how all of this technology works and how you guys bring it to life. And so we were talking about some other things that you guys do up there, the ketamine treatments, the mm -hmm. stellar ganglion blocks mm -hmm. that you can do on both sides. And just some people don't even know these treatments exist. Yeah, I mean, I think even in this field, being in this field, these are still new technologies even to me, um, which is why we have a special department that just specializes in these. Um, but it's amazing what we can offer people nowadays, and they're really helpful, and there's lots of good research behind all of them. And the coolest part is, is if you're someone who comes up and you do a 30-day treatment program up at the lodge, you're not just done when your 30 days is over. You guys do a great telehealth to make sure that people have access to the resources that they continuously need until they do feel comfortable enough to fully spread their wings by themselves. Absolutely. One of the things I love about APN most um, is that we really do follow the patient all the way through their treatment. So we started an RTC level of care, um, residential treatment, which is where I primarily work. And then we can follow them all the way through outpatient services. Um, we have clients from really all over the country. Um, due to telehealth, we can really see clients from anywhere. Um, and we start off at RTC, and we can really move them through every level of care until, like you said, they're ready to like be more independent and see what life looks like outside of the walls of the lodge. Which I think is such an important step and I think that really every time you guys come on and you talk about this with us and you give us all this great information, it does help break that stigma down just a little bit more. I mean, it's, it's an important piece of it. I think one of the best pieces of my job is that I get to teach people that it's okay to need support and it's okay to say that I need some help and it's okay to come in and do the work and get to the other side of it and realize that there is beauty on the other side and that it doesn't have to be a negative experience. It can be a beautiful experience. It's always hard work, um, but it's so worth it. It really is. It, it, it is hard work. And one of the things, I forgot who just recently said this to me, but finding a therapist is like dating someone. Like you <laughs> have to like take that time and introduce yourself yes. and get to know them and set your boundaries with one another Absolutely. so that way you can have an effective relationship. Now, we've been talking a lot about what's happening personally in our community here on the show. There's been a lot of burnout. People are tired. People are overworked. They're underpaid here. Yes. People are stressed about housing. They're stressed about so many different factors. And so if you could give people one tool that they could practice at home for themselves to kind of calm their own anxiety, what would it be? As simple as it sounds, it would be balance and, and taking the time to take care of yourself every day. It is extraordinarily hard some days, as everybody knows, to get through the day and be a parent and go to work and whatever that looks like. Um, so I always teach my ladies in my caseload that it's all about balance and being able to know when you need to take a moment and just be with yourself. Whatever that means, read a book, take a bath, um, do some deep breathing, meditate. Um, taking a moment for yourself can be so helpful, especially, especially in a day when you're running from task to task to task. I feel like that is a common theme that we're all seeing right now, and especially as we're slowly starting to wind down our ski season, we don't have a real off-season anymore, so everyone goes from being busy all winter long mm -hmm. to then the hustle and bustle that we now know and love throughout the summer, but it does get to be a lot. It is a lot. I mean, and if you throw in being a parent and having to work and, um, and just responsibilities that we have to do every day, there's a lot that we have to do. And it, it can become overwhelming. Very quickly. Right? It's, it's easy to do. 
it is easy to do and that's why having resources like you guys is so important for people to understand that even though when the, the load becomes too much, the burnout is setting in, you feel like you are worn thin from everything, there are some great tools that you can have personally, like this one, to go home, settle yourself, ground yourself a little bit, and find that balance. Absolutely, and it really can only take a couple minutes a day just to sit with yourself and figure out what you need, and as I tell my ladies in my process group, take care of yourself. Exactly. You, you can't pour from an empty cup. Right, for sure. Katie, thank you so much for coming in, giving us all this great information and taking the time to chat with us this morning. Thanks for having me. And also, thanks for all the hard work you do for our wonderful community and for the people that you see because you really do make a difference. Thank you. It's, it's a privilege. <laughs> make sure that if you or anyone you know is struggling with mental health that you check out All Points North Lodge because it is a great place to go and just to reset your mind and give yourself that mental break that you may need. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more. Good morning, Vale, so stay tuned. Good morning and thank you for tuning in to TV8's Good Morning Vale and welcome to our number two. This is a live shot of the covered bridge first thing this morning. You can see that sun has made its way up. We are seeing that blue sky above that mountaintop first thing this morning. We're going to see a little bit of cloud coverage slowly roll in throughout the course of today. I'm your in-studio host, Maddie Evans, and we had a great previous hour of Good Morning Vale as we had the Vale Christian High School coming in to talk about their upcoming musical, Big Fish, and then we had All Points North Lodge coming in to give us some great information on some of the wonderful treatments that they do. Also, some things that you can do to help ground yourself. That way, if you are starting to experience the burnout, well then, it's just important that you find that balance in life that we all definitely need. Now, if you're looking for some fun activities to do later this evening and into this, af well, this afternoon into this evening, excuse me, my coffee has not quite fully set in yet. Well, then there are some fun things that you can get out and participate in in our community. Now, if you don't know the rich history that Vale carries, well, then you can make your way over to the Colorado Snow Sports Museum and Hall of Fame around 11 a.m. this morning, and that way you can participate in their wonderful walking history tour. This is a great way to just get all of the wonderful information and know why Vail is what it is today. And so this is only $10. You can go online to their website, or you can give them a call with that number that's up on the screen right now, and that way you can book your spot in the wonderful tour. Now, if you're looking for something else to do, maybe involved a little bit more in our community and the environment, well then, Walking Mountain Science Center is partnering up with the Bookworm of Edwards tonight for Stories of Hope. Now, Katie, who is the wonderful presenter of this incredible program, works with Walking Mountain Science Center, and she works a lot towards being sustainable and things that you can do to lessen your carbon footprint on our wonderful planet, because it is important that we all take those steps and we are 
kind of on top of it a little bit. Now, if you're looking for something else to do tonight, well, then you can make your way over to Chasing Rabbits for its wonderful jazz night. Now, there's a great trio band playing tonight, and if you have yet to participate in any of these fun activities, well, then we highly recommend that you do so only because it is so nice to get out there, see the new facility. It's one of our newest nightlife spots here in Vail, and you can go and enjoy Tina, Marks, and the trio, which is just going to be a ton of fun so make sure that you check that out tonight and if you have not do yet done it well then we highly recommend like I said that you get it out there and you enjoy all of the wonderful things that our community has to offer. Now if you are getting out to do anything today let's take a look at that local weather forecast because we are expecting to see a little bit of sunshine throughout the course of today. 46 degrees first thing this morning a high of 57 degrees partly cloudy skies winds coming out of the west southwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour so a slight breeze rolling through throughout the course of of today. Now, as we take a look at Vail by the hour, you can see partly cloudy skies. First thing this morning, that's going to continue into the early afternoon. Cloud coverage coming in into the later afternoon. That high is going to take place between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hours. Temperatures cooling down as we start to approach this evening and that sun sets. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver are definitely nice and warm. 79 degrees, a little bit of cloud coverage down there as well. 57 in Vail, 58 in Avon. 62 in Eagle. So temperatures both out to the east and to the west of us, just slightly warmer, except for Denver is going to be definitely quite a bit warmer than up here in the high country. Now, as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, we are expecting to see that little storm front roll in overnight, bringing us a 50% chance of snowfall. 36 degrees is our overnight low, mostly cloudy skies. That sun setting at 7 40 p.m. So if you're someone who loves these extended days, well then they are starting to come out in full force. Now we are expecting that breeze to continue overnight tonight at 5 to 15 miles an hour. As we take a look ahead into the next five days, increased chances of precipitation tomorrow, 80% chance of snowfall. We are going to see that taper down just a little bit by Saturday. Morning snow is likely beautiful sunshine on Sunday. So if you are getting out there for maybe Beaver Creek's closing weekend, well then you're going to get to enjoy some new snow snow, but then you're also going to get to see that beautiful sunshine. Partly cloudy skies by Monday, high of 58 degrees, mostly sunny skies on Tuesday. We are going to continue to see that freeze-thaw cycle throughout the course of the next five days, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the road report and get you nice and geared up on how you should stay safe out there on the roads in just a little bit. Now let's take a look and see what's happening up on our resorts. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Let's take a look at what's happening up on Beaver Creek Mountain. No new snow in the last couple of days, so in the last 24 to 48 hours, no new snow. That season total is at 322 inches with a 67-inch base depth. If you are getting out there to explore the mountain, you can kick your morning off at 8.30 a.m. You can collect your free cookies at 3 p.m., and then you can get another hour of skiing up on Beaver Creek Mountain. As we take a look to see what terrain is open, nine lifts are open, 64 trails are open, and 38% of the terrain is currently ski and rideable. So if you are making your way out to Beaver Creek, you still have some options to enjoy the mountain. As we make our way over to Vail, no new snow in the last 24 to 48 hours. That season total is at 337 inches with a 70-inch base step. Now you can enjoy your time on Vail Mountain from 8.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. and they've got a little bit more terrain open than Beaver Creek does. As we take a look, they've got 22 lifts open, 195 trails are open, and 70% of the terrain is open. Now on day 
days, like today when we see those warmer temperatures, they will start to see that snow melt at the base of the chairlifts and of the gondolas. So they are updating the Epic Mix app pretty frequently for you to know where you should get out to ski or ride. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for bringing you this resort report first thing this morning. If you're looking for a great place to go get your gear nice and tuned up for the spring conditions, well then they're your one-stop shop and they're located right here in the heart of Avon. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more Good Morning Vale, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now we have the opportunity to introduce you to so many fabulous artists that come through our community. Now some of them are local artists here in our community and Britton is a local artist and she does a lot of work with the C. Anthony Gallery up in Beaver Creek and so we cannot wait to introduce her to you and some of her incredible work that she was showcasing just a few months ago. So let's introduce you to Britton. If you're looking for something very fun to do for the next couple of days, well, you should make your way up to the C. Anthony Gallery and meet Britton because she is an amazing local artist here. And I heard that your pieces can turn a house into a home. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I love that, too. When he said that, I was like, oh, I'm so stealing that from you, Eric. And so people can come up here and meet you and hear the inspiration behind your incredible works of art. Yeah, ask me any questions you want. Talk to me about a commission. This is a perfect time. Yeah, make your house a home. Make your house a home. And I think that that is so cool because we've chatted before and yeah. we've been in this exact area with all these incredible pieces that you have around us and we've heard a little bit about your story. So for people who don't know who you are and what kind of art you do, do you want to give them a brief overview? Sure, I'd love to. <laughs> Um, let's see. Well, my work is definitely interpretive. It's about your experience with it. It's not about anything in particular. It's a feeling, and I want it to evoke a memory in you that feels good, um, something that you cherish, um, a reflection of you personally. So it's important for me, for you to have the experience with the art. It's not really about me when I finish the piece. It's all about you. Which I think is so cool and such a unique way to look at the art. Now, we have a great organization here. It's called the Vale Symposium. And they did this incredible program years ago where they brought a neurologist in, a art collector, and a curator to a gallery. And they talked about how pieces of art can take you to the same state as meditation can. And Absolutely. I feel like you capture that so well in your art. Yeah. Um, that's the state I'm in when I paint. People always ask me that. Um, I'm, I'm in this state of total bliss. Like, I'm in my bubble. And I don't think about anything. It's, it truly is that place of personal serenity. And I, I just surrender to that, that space of nothingness where everything is possible. And what comes out is totally organic and it just flows and I, I don't fight with it I just allow it and that's that's the magic you know and and I like to think that that is what um, people pick up when they experience the art as it takes them back into themselves into that same space where they can feel good and remember something awesome 
Which I think is so unique. And I think that's one of the special parts about your art. And you have had this wonderful collaboration with C. Anthony Gallery for yeah. quite some time <laughs> yeah. because you do such an amazing job and you have so many different pieces and so many different sizes. So people can really come and find that perfect piece to make their house a home. Yeah, yeah, I've been here a long time, um, 17 years, which is <laughs> amazing. hard to believe. It makes me feel a little old, but that's good. <laughs> no, it's so cool to see that you're such a well-known local artist, and you have such a beautiful collection here. And then you've got a really unique piece up front that's going to benefit Battle Mountain right now oh, that we should talk yeah, about. we should talk about that. Yep. Sure. Yeah, I mean, everything is about the layers, so it's all about the experience, and um, I, I feel that way with this gallery, too. Every year is built on itself and evolved into something really beautiful. Which we love to see, and we love to get to take the time to chat with you and learn all of this great information, because I feel like you're such a strong inspiration to so many, and I feel like this piece that you are giving, donating to Battle Mountain, yeah. is such a unique piece that's going to help those kids who truly look up to you as an artist kind of get their footing in maybe the art world. Yeah, it, it's um, basically you can sponsor a student to go on their annual trip to L.A. for art enrichment. They're going to a bunch of different museums, and hopefully it'll just light that spark within, and we'll get some future artists out of it. Now, as you were kind of finding your footing in your career, who were some of the artists that inspired you the most? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've got a handful. I definitely... I definitely um, resonate with Mark Rothko a lot for color theory and just the emotion of color. Um, Caravaggio back in the Renaissance for just that deep, dark richness and the play of light. Like, I love the contrast and the drama that he created. And then I think Gustav Klimt is also, a, a, you know, an influence as far as just the the metallics and kind of the um, the design that lays in the fabric of everything. And then maybe one more is Frida Kahlo, just for her radiance and I power. love Frida. She's <laughs> one of my favorite artists to this yeah, day. Her, and her rebellious spirit, you know, that... I think that's important. It's one of those things that draws you into an artist, and that's one of the appeals that you have for so many people because your art does resonate with that simple side, that peace, that remembering of a the moment. Universal language, yeah. That's what I, the, the universal language of art is really inspiring. Which, if you had to pick a highlight moment of your career, which would you pick? A highlight moment? Um... There are many. I would say one of the first that I, that I really still cherish is um, there was a family that came in. Gosh, this must have been the first year I was showing in the gallery. And one of my very first paintings that, um, that I really had an emotional attachment to, you know, it was something that I had just kind of discovered what I do now, you know, just really putting my heart and soul into it and, and letting it be, allowing it to happen and, um, and surrendering to that, that whole process. And this family came in and they actually saw, um, they had just lost one of their children. And they had an experience with the art where they felt that child in the painting. And I will never forget that because it was just 
I realized then that the power of what a piece of art can evoke mm -hmm. and um, the peace that they found in that, knowing that he was safe and, and had moved on. And um, yeah, that one, <laughs> that's a heavy one, but it's, um, that one will stay with me forever. I just got head to toes, <laughs> goosebumps, and my eyes I feel like are starting to water as well. And that's one of those moments where you know you've made the right choice and the right steps in your career path because you are doing what you love and you're being in the place that you love and you're having these moments where you do get to fully surrender, but you're also helping people find that peace and find that, I mean, wonderful moment where that art is gonna make that house a home. Yeah, it's so far beyond me, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, it's above all of that. You are such an inspiration. Your work is absolutely breathtaking and you can see the power that it holds within you and then within the people that are interested in it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to meet with us and giving me all this great information. I still have goosebumps. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We're going to take you from Beaver Creek where we got to introduce you to Britain to the wonderful new Bad Kitty Lounge. It's been in business for a couple years now and it's a great place to go grab a quick cocktail, maybe do some opera after your time up on the mountain. And so if you're coming maybe in the summer, it's a great place to go and hang out as well. We had the opportunity to catch up with one of the fabulous owners over the summer last year and really talk about the inspiration behind this perfect little cute bar that you'll find underground on Bridge Street in Vale Village, so let's introduce you to the Bad Kitty Lounge. Vale has a great nightlife and it's only getting better as we have an expansion into some great new bars like the Bad Kitty Lounge and I'm standing here with one of the owners, Brandon, good morning and thank you for meeting us here bright and early. Thanks for having me. We're excited to be here only because you guys are new to the operation and it's a ton of fun to come in here and grab a cocktail. Yeah, we like to have a good time in here. We, we're more focused on having good times than Anything else, we can make pretty much any type of cocktail you're looking for. We have pretty extensive back bar with uh, probably one of the bigger whiskey and tequila selections around. I don't think we compare with Segundo, but you know, <laughs> we like the good stuff. Um, and yeah, basically like to have fun, but don't like to take it too seriously. And you guys are new, so you, you haven't been open for more than three years right now, but you're in such a great location, and the ambiance and the atmosphere is what makes this place different from anywhere else you can go out and veil. Yeah, so we're located at, it's 227 Bridge Street is our address. We're on Bridge Street right below 10th Mont Whiskey. It's kind of hidden, but not really once you know where it is. Um, and yeah, we just like to run around and have a good time. We're going to be two years old, October 23rd. So we're going to put together some type of, uh, some type of anniversary party. We're not quite sure. The first one we themed like a one-year-old's birthday party and had one of our employees dress up as a baby with a big old cake and looking like it was their first birthday and eating sugar for the first time. So if we're looking to do something like that and just kind of have fun and celebrate being around two years. We somehow made it through COVID and that was fun for now. <laughs> I was actually here for the first birthday party and it was a ton of fun because watching that whole thing transpire put a smile on everyone's face. I was giggling so hard I was snorting, which like is not my finest hour, but it was a really good time. Yeah, we just kind of, it, it kind of is the definition of how we try to go about things. We think about everything on the front end 
and try to not take it too seriously on the back end and just have a good time with it. And then of course you guys have some signature cocktails. So let's talk about some of the signature drinks that you guys make here and how you created these cocktails. So we, our signature cocktail is kind of the irony of this place. When we started, uh, when we first opened with COVID, we started without a menu because we only had a capacity of six people. Um, we wanted to create an experience for everybody that came in here. So whoever would come in here, we'd talk to you and figure out with you of what you wanted to drink instead of you ordering something that had a list of ingredients off a menu. Um, we've made numerous menus, but that's kind of continued with the more experienced vibe and more intimate vibe with a smaller space. And so we still don't have a menu, but the signature cocktail is, so to speak, what you'd like in that moment, whether that's a Miller Lite and a shot of whiskey or anything that we can, you know, make up or whatever. It's just fun cocktails and we just use fresh ingredients, we use quality ingredients for everything and just try to make it a nice experience for everyone. Which it is a nice experience, especially when you come in here and you can give them the specifics. So I like my drinks, tequila, and I'm normally like a tequila soda with lime. So I always let you guys add that special twist to it to make it so it's not too sweet, it's not too bitter, but it's like the perfect in-between and you guys always do such a good job. Thank you so much. Yeah, we just try to make it fun, not take it too seriously and make sure everybody feels welcome. Which is really cool. And so what was the inspiration of kind of the decor in here? It gives off that 70s, more speakeasy vibe. Yeah, so we wanted to kind of, speakeasy is kind of the, the opposite of what we wanted it to go, but we wanted it to be a comfortable place where, for lack of a better term, everything was Instagrammable. Um, so pretty much all of the features of the bar, a lot of them are going to be something that people want to take pictures of. It's the best marketing you can get is people taking pictures and posting it on their Instagram, um, we're not really trying to push our marketing. We're trying to do more of a grassroots kind of really interact with the community and build up from the ground instead of trying to you know blast people with all that. So that was kind of our intention with it. And yeah, it was kind of a mid-century modern, what, what feels nostalgic to you? Like we have the wood panel wall over there, or something that like so many people walk in and they're like, oh, that was my grandmother's basement in Florida. <laughs> or like whatever, like it just doesn't have the smell and we're like, good, doesn't have the smell. <laughs> but like, we just try to, you know, every component always had something that, you know, brought back some kind of memory to you from like the little bumper we have on the bar. We have, our bar top is literally Formica. It's the cheapest surface you can buy. Um, it, it, but it also looks like something that is familiar. It slides glass as well of like just little components that are functional yet create and catch like memories to your eye. Which is something that's so important because these nostalgia moments are something that make everyone so happy. Like the clock, the cat clock on the wall back there always puts a smile on my face because it makes me think of going to like old diners in small towns that I've lived in in the past, which then I'm always just like, oh, like to go back to that moment as a small kid. Yeah, and that was a great gift from our, from the Hoffman family, which are some locals around here. Um, that they gave us on the day we opened. But it was, again, just one of those things that they're like, your bar's name is Bad Kitty Lounge. It needs this clock at it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, it's just the little fun things that you walk in and see and you're like finding you know, some type of connection to the space more than like, yes, anybody can create a bar where it's like, here's a drink. How do we actually create an environment and a community that people actually want to come back to instead of just drinking at? 
Which makes it really fun. And every time I've come in here, you guys always have a great turnout of a crowd just because it's a fun place to come. It's a fun place to hang out. You've got great cocktails. You've got a great ambiance. And you've got a great staff that really do make you feel welcomed. And like you should be in here enjoying your drinks. Yeah, the, the biggest thing you can say out of that is the staff. Our staff is what creates the like heart of this place and creates the vibe. Um, the, the, another big thing that we wanted to intentionally do was have a smaller space. When you have a bigger space, you need to make it feel smaller at times because it's so big and it'll feel like lonely, but no matter if there's only like five people in here, it still doesn't feel huge and by yourself. So it, we intentionally kind of had it, luckily people are showing up to it, but intentionally we had it to where we would have people in here and it would never feel stuffy and there was still little sections that you could hang out with your friends and groups, but also you're feeling like it's the same group at times as well. Which I love, and that's one of my favorite things about coming in here, is I feel like you come in here, you get to see all of your friends, all of your local people, and you get to meet some great new people, whether you're sitting at the bar or just kind of mingling around. It's a really fun place to hang out, and so what are your guys' hours of operation currently? We are currently, so for off-season going from now until probably December 10th, uh, we'll be open from at least 5 until midnight, and then once probably December 10th or December 15th, will roll into 5 p.m. until at least 1. Which is incredible because it brings that nightlife that we all know and love here in our community back to life, especially as you're keeping those later hours of operation. Now, my final question to you is what was the inspiration behind the name, the Bad Kitty Lounge? Uh, the inspiration behind the name, one of my good friends and I growing up would always say it to each other. Um, and we, we called it, uh, what, I forgot, we, we went to a hockey game, and we called it some entertaining name of, like, experimental drinking, but it was, like, brainstorming. I forget what the name was now. I'll think of it in two seconds. Um, but so we went to a Yeti game, which whatever it is now. But um, we went to a Yeti game, and we were just all saying really dumb things back and forth to each other and had a couple drinks. And one of our bartenders, Michael, said to me, he's like, why don't we call it Bad Kitty? You say that all the time. And I'm like all right, and then, like, kind of brought it around to everybody else, and, like, everybody's like, no, and then, like, three days later, everybody's like, okay, let's go with that. So it just kind of was one of those, like, organic, natural things of kind of how we're trying to, like, build the bar up of just us saying silly things to each other and having a good time, but, like, not taking it too seriously. Which we love because you can definitely feel that when you come in here. It's such a great place to come and hang out. Brandon, thank you so much for giving us this time this morning chatting with us and letting us experience the bar in kind of a different light. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, it's weird to have the lights all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that if you're looking to run around Vail, you come check out the Bad Kitty Lounge. It's a fun place to grab a nice cocktail and just experience the small town atmosphere that comes with it, that homey feeling that you guys have brought to life here. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Let's take another look at that local weather forecast for today. We are expecting to see those temperatures progressively warm up. Temperatures into the mid-40s first thing this morning, warming up into almost the high 50s throughout the course of today. 57 degrees is the high right at the base of Vail Mountain. Now we are expecting to see winds come out of the west-southwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour. So that slight breeze making that 57 degrees feel slightly cooler. Now we are expecting to see partly cloudy skies first thing this morning. So 
That sun peeking its way out, but that cloud coverage increasing as we approach the later afternoon into this evening. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver are definitely nice and warm. 79 degrees in Denver, a little bit of cloud coverage down there. 57 in Vail, 58 in Avon, 62 in Eagle. So temperatures both out to the east and to the west of us. Definitely slightly warmer than up here in the high country. Now, as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down 36 degrees is our overnight low. We are expecting that 50% chance of precipitation. Really a lot of snowfall up at that higher elevation throughout the course of this evening. Now mostly cloudy skies like I said into tonight. That sun setting just a little bit later. 7.40 p.m. is when we're going to see that sun go down. Now we are expecting to see winds continue out of the west southwest at 5 to 15 miles an hour throughout the course of this evening. As we take a look ahead into the next five days, increased chances of snow showers are likely tomorrow. 80% chance of precipitation coming our way high of 44 degrees then on Saturday we're going to see that decrease 40% chance of snowfall 39 degrees is the high but then those warmer temperatures definitely making their way back out 52 degrees beautiful sunshine on Sunday continuing into Monday with partly cloudy skies high of 58 57 degrees on Tuesday with more sunshine coming our way so we've got this nice little storm front making its way in bringing us this storm system and then we are going to see that high pressure system make its way in early next week and towards the end of the week and we want to thank Sutton Ski Sports for bringing you this weather report this morning. If you're looking for a great place to go shopping, they've got you covered for all of your sporting needs. Now, something we do want to mention, because we are going to take a look at that road report right now, is when we were looking at those weather maps, you can see that freeze-thaw cycle happening. So those warmer temperatures throughout the course of the day, those freezing temperatures overnight. What that means for those roads is when we start to see all of that precipitation melt, we will see that moisture on the roads, and then as it's going to sit there and be water on the roads, it's going to cause for some dirty windshields so it's important that you have full gallons of windshield washer fluid in your car throughout this kind of muddy season and then of course that you've got nice windshield wipers that way you can see so you can drive and keep everyone around you nice and safe out there then as it freezes if you're traveling first thing in the morning or late into the night when we're seeing those cooler temperatures it's important that you give yourself that extra travel time so you're safe out there on the roads and everyone else around you is safe. Now, I-70 eastbound road close due to a crash right now. So if you are getting on that I-70 corridor eastbound first thing this morning, just give yourself that extra time and you can see right here exactly where it is taking place. You can see all of that red on that roadway. So just give yourself that extra travel time and plan for these delays. A great resource for you to use when you're getting out there on the roads is you can go to co.gov or cotrip.org Org. That way you can see all of that information yourself. Now, if you would like to just get those updates to your phone automatically, whether it's a prescribed burn in our area or in surrounding areas or whether there's a crash on the road, if you sign up for EC Alerts at ecalert.org, you'll get all that information sent right to your phone via text message or email. That way you're always in the know before you go. Now, if you are in the car, you can always dial 511 as the statewide hotline or you can call 970 479 2226 for the local number and that way you can investigate something like this I-70 eastbound crash that is causing that road to be closed first thing this morning. Now these are just some great tips and tricks. Remember now that we do have that sun making its way out because we've missed it all winter long, there is that possibility for sun glare as well. And that sun glare gets bad enough that they will do road closures based on making sure you are safe and everyone else is safe. That way you can see out there because vision is precision when you are driving.
watching. We want to thank you so much for listening to this road report. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back from the break, we're actually going to introduce you to the TVA Visitors Bureau right now, and then we're going to take a short break. So let's take a look at the Visitors Bureau. Hi, this is Maddie Evans and you're watching the TV8 Visitors Bureau right here where I'm standing. We're at the Lion's Head bus stop. Now, if you're looking to make your way from Lion's Head to Vale Village, this is the place you want to be because the in-town bus runs here pretty frequently. You can catch it every 10 to 15 minutes on the dot right here and they've got a nice countdown so that you'll know when that bus is approaching and how far away it is and then there's multiple bus stops along the way making sure you get to the right place and all you have to do to request a bus stop in the in-town buses is pull the cord and you're set to get off the bus. Now that we've made our way here into Vale Village, you can go explore all of the great shops and restaurants that they have over here, but there are so many great stops along the way on the in-town bus route. You can stop at the library, or you can stop at the medical center, or you can stop in Solaris. There are so many of them to stop and enjoy, and especially when the hustle and bustle of the town is taking place. Now, if you did park over in Lion's Head, it's really easy. All you have to do is wait 15 minutes, jump right back on the bus, and it'll deliver you to the parking structure. Thank you so much for watching this edition of the Visitors Bureau. If there's anything else you need to know or if you want to see, make sure you contact us and we'll get it made for you. That's been it for this episode of the TV8 Visitors Bureau. We'll see you next time. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. If you missed the scoreboard update in the first hour, well, we're really happy to show it to you again, only because it's so incredible how many local athletes we have here in our community and the opportunity that we have to get to chat with them and kind of know exactly what's taking place with our local high school sporting teams. Now, you can catch the scoreboard every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday here on Good Morning Vale, and that way you can know exactly what's taking place. So let's introduce you to Ben Roof and the scoreboard. Welcome to this scoreboard. I'm Ben Roof, here to tell you about our Valley's fantastic local sports. We've had some fantastically warm weather to start this week off that our athletes have certainly been enjoying. On Tuesday, the Eagle Valley girls soccer team faced off against Palisade in a bit of a rough match, which they lost 0-4. We spoke to one of the seniors on the team about some of the challenges they faced in their game and what they're going to do to set up for success against Battle Mountain later this week. We are here on the scoreboard with Gabby, one of the senior midfielders of the Eagle Valley varsity soccer team. You guys just finished a game against Palisade. Things didn't quite go how you would hope, but how do you think you guys played? Um, I think there are definitely things that we capitalized on in the second half, but there are things that we need to work on a lot better if we want to battle up against Battle Mountain soon. So. Is there anything that you guys think that you kind of did between the first and the second halves during the halftime that kind of helped you change gears and put a much better half on the second? Yeah, I would just say our mindset is one of the biggest things that we changed. You know, we have all had a long season and we still have about five more games. So just like working harder to get to the ball, having more grit and just showing up more. 
Was there anything that you guys were doing in the game or in the practices prior to the game that you think were setting you up for a good game that you maybe didn't quite follow through on or just doesn't happen sometimes? Yeah, you know, well, it does happen sometimes, but we have been focusing on our practices a lot more. We have been showing up, becoming ready. Lately, we've just been focusing on our passes and just showing up more and having more grit, yeah, again. So, coming up against Battle Mountain here soon, what's what's next? How, you get, how do you think you're gonna try and put this behind you, move forward to beat big rival Battle Mountain? Well, I think we're gonna have a big talk about what we need to capitalize on to face off against Battle Mountain, but I do think we tend to show out against harder teams, so showing of last year when we beat VMS and we beat Battle Mountain, we just need to come a lot better ready. Also on Tuesday, the Vail Mountain School faced off against Steamboat in Boys Lacrosse. It was a very close-fought game, with Vail Mountain School managing to squeeze out the victory late in the fourth quarter, 10-9. We spoke to several of the players about how the game went and how their season is shaping up so far. Very exciting game today, boys. Uh, an extremely close game. What was going through your heads when they tied up the game in the fourth quarter? Uh, it, was, it was definitely a tough game, very physical. When they tied it up, we, we knew... You know, we're all very tired, long game, and we just had to fight in that last couple minutes in order to secure the win. Um, going off uh, what uh, Charlie said, I think it was just, you know, they wanted it, but we wanted it more, and uh, I think that, you know, it really showed in the end. Uh, yeah, you know, I, we all knew we had to play our hardest, and uh, I feel like everyone did. Yeah. Uh, persistence and determination was extremely important in winning this game. Is that something that the coach tries to drill into you guys throughout the entire season? Absolutely. Even in practice, we're told to hustle at, at all points. When we're tired after a quarter at a timeout, we're hustling into the huddle. We're, we're always being energetic and athletic out there. Yeah, I would say Coach Michael doesn't mess around with that stuff. Like, obviously, he wants us to be high tempo and keep the energy up all game. So, um, yeah, I think persistence is key. Yeah, I, you know, I'd agree with what these guys both said, and I would also like to give some props to our two defensive coaches, Coach Tim and Coach Geller, because they, they keep us up too, you know. Why do you guys think you got you guys went ahead so much early, but then were uh, caught up against in the fourth quarter? Uh, why'd you slow down? Uh, throughout the season, we've kind of been a team that fights very hard in the fourth quarter. Um, I think just coming off some rough games in the last couple games, we were all pretty tired, so we fought really hard in the – the first half and then got a little burnt out towards the end of the first half in the third quarter but then fourth quarter we were obviously able to battle back and secure the win um going off of what charlie said i think that uh you know we're a strong team overall but you know like every team we've got some flaws and and i think that you know consistency is something we got to work on but i feel like we did a pretty good job today of making sure that we didn't go down by a lot so yeah, you know, we, we capitalized on our mistakes when we made them and stayed ahead in momentum. That's all the time we have for today's update. Don't forget to catch us here next time on The Scoreboard. Let's take another look at that local weather forecast for today. 
46 degrees first thing this morning, a high of 57. Now we are expecting to see partly cloudy skies. That sun was making its way out first thing this morning as we were taking a look outside earlier in the show. Now we are expecting to see the winds come out of the west-southwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour. So a slight breeze making that 57 degrees feel just a little bit cooler than it actually is. Now as we take a look at Vail by the hour, you can see we are expecting to see that cloud coverage increase throughout the course of today. Partly cloudy skies, like I said, first thing this morning, then we are expecting to see those cloudy skies later into the afternoon, continuing into the evening. That high is going to take place between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hour. Now, although we are anticipating to see that cloud coverage out there, it's really important that you layer up your sunscreen throughout the course of today and quite often. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver are nice and warm, 79 degrees. They're going to see a little bit of cloud coverage down there as well, 57 in Vail, 58 in Avon, 62 in Eagle. So clouds sitting above this entire I-70 corridor. Now, earlier when we gave you that road report, I-70 eastbound right now is closed due to a crash. So if you are getting out there on those roads, just prepare for some slight delays, especially if you are traveling east. Now, as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down 30 Six degrees is our overnight low. 50% chance of snowfall, mostly cloudy skies overnight tonight. That sun setting just a little bit later. 7.40 p.m. is when we're expecting to see that go down. Winds continuing out of the west-southwest at 5 to 15 miles an hour overnight tonight. So that slight breeze continuing. As we take a look ahead into the next five days, snow showers are likely tomorrow. 80% chance of snowfall. 44 degrees is the high. 20 degrees is our overnight low and this is that freeze thaw cycle we've been talking quite a bit about 39 degrees on saturday with a 40 percent chance of morning snowfall 16 degrees is the overnight low continuing with that freeze thaw cycle now this is really when we're going to see that take effect is we're going to see that beautiful sunshine on sunday temperatures reaching up into the 50s 25 degrees is our overnight low so all of that precipitation is going to melt off on those roadways and then it is going to freeze overnight so just give yourself that extra travel time and be nice and safe out there Partly cloudy skies by Monday with a high of 58. 57 degrees on Tuesday, mostly sunny skies. Now we are expecting to see this little storm front make its way out. And then this high pressure system make its way in, bringing us those warm spring-like conditions. If you are making your way out there this weekend, don't forget your sunscreen. It's important that you take care of your skin and especially at this higher elevation. We want to thank you so much for tuning in to your Thursday edition of Good Morning Vale. We love getting to be here for you each and every morning and we love this two-hour expansion because there's so many more things that we can get out there for you and experience here in our community and we have some fun things taking place today so make sure that you get out there and you enjoy all of them and we want to thank all of our wonderful team and our hosts here especially Ben Roof for bringing you those wonderful scoreboard updates and his incredible sports team that really brings it all together for you now don't forget that you can stay tuned to channel 92 throughout the course of today that way you can experience all of the wonderful shows we've got colorful cooking coming on at noon that way you can know what to prepare for your family for dinner maybe get some nice inspiration but then of course we've got cc zach from good day vale at 11 with a two episodes back to back so an hour of good day vale for you to enjoy now make sure that you tune in tomorrow for our friday edition of good morning vale because we've got another great show in store for you get out there soak up that sunshine but get ready for some snowfall have a great thursday everyone Rock.